Come be a part of Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics with your host, Dr. Ed Holliday. Hear the voices of liberty speaking all across America. Doc Holliday provides thought-provoking interviews and commentary about the issues and actions that are afflicting this country and what we need to do to get America back on track. Get fired up. Get inspired. Get on board with Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics right now. And here we go. That's the sound of rock cracking. We had an election last week. Yes, we did. We had an election. We still don't have an answer. And you've got Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics right here on webtalkradio.net. That's webtalkradio.net. And after four years of trying to defeat Donald Trump, it looks like the mainstream media. It looks like the deep state. It looks like all the uh, electoral processes are trying to uh, defeat Donald J. Trump. Is he defeated? Well, it depends on some lawsuits. Why are they lawsuits? We're going to look at that in today's show. And I just have to say, as Doc Holliday and Rock Splitting Politics go, we want every legal vote counted. And if Donald J. Trump is defeated by every le- legal vote in America, then sure, there needs to be a safe transfer of power when i say the word safe i mean it it should go smoothly and 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 joe biden will be the president of the united states but let's make sure every legal vote was counted and if the same way the democrats want to say let's count every vote well if you count votes that are illegal then you diminish the vote that were cast legally. And when does a ballot become legal? That's another question. It should be when somebody writes in, fills in the mark. Uh, but it has to go through a process to make sure it's legal. And what if that process is abused and illegally uh, detained where it doesn't go through the right system? Did that happen in Philadelphia, Detroit, Atlanta? Those are some questions we're trying to find out. And I have to tell you, you look at this show, uh, uh, were there dead people voting? Obviously, there are some. They're going to be every election. But are they in the tens of thousands? People are looking at it. Hey, how about, uh, you know, alleged inconsistencies like poll poll watchers not being able to get, get into Philadelphia or Detroit, being kicked out, being pushed out by the governor because of COVID violations within a building. And this is a national election for president of the United States, and you're kicking out Republican poll watchers? Is that how a election should go? American people should not put up for this. One thing I do want to say, this is a time we should say no more. I mean, if people won't let what the state legislators say, in, like in Pennsylvania, where you have to have poll watchers and they're kicked out, somebody needs to go to jail that's kicking out these poll watchers. Do we need to clean up these big cities like Philadelphia and Detroit and Atlanta who have a team that comes in every four years, every two years? Uh, maybe they need to come in from another county and count the votes. Uh, 
a lot of inconsistencies. Uh, the Democrat strongholds, uh, why does it seem to happen? And we get used to it. Uh, the former governor of uh, uh, Illinois that had been in prison for uh, uh, alleged violation. Well, it wasn't alleged. He was convicted. But uh, 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 he, he was on the air talking about how the big cities are corrupt. And they've been corrupt for years when it comes to voting. And then another thing. Donald J. Trump got the highest African-American vote than any Republican in 60 years. Now, I've said it on this show. You've heard it, too. If he gets over uh, 15% of the vote, it's hard for Joe Biden to win, especially in battleground states. So how did that happen? And and we keep hearing we got to hurry up and get this thing over with. Well, Al Gore took 35 days to concede. So Donald Trump doesn't have to be in a hurry. Joe Biden be looking at getting his transition team together, but we don't have to hurry this process. Uh, you know, if Joe Biden, if he wins fair, then yes, there could should be a concession, should be smooth transfer of power. But we got time to see. And these allegations are a, a few hundred here or there. There is no way you can overturn an election. But if there's large scale problems and one of the problems i want to look into we're going to talk about it in just a minute we got some uh we got some uh clips that we'll play and then the biggest thing i see that really really concerns me is uh sydney powell came on last week on lou dobbs show and we're going to play that clip but she talked about a software glitch in one county in michigan that switched over uh 6,000 votes that were supposed to have been Donald Trump's, about 6,000, they're supposed to be Donald Trump's votes, and they went to the Democrat, Joe Biden. And it was caught, and it also influenced the House race. But why would the Democrat votes be, uh, Democrats be getting votes when they're supposed to be Republicans? Is it a software glitch, or was it set into the software? You'll be surprised what Sidney Powell found out, and she's saying it could have been software set up to take away 3% of the mailed-in ballots across the country for people who use the software system, which is used in many, many states. Wow. Saying that, and we're going to play some clips here in just a minute, but let me just say, look, look at this overall election. Just, just, Take a big, broad look. We have low gas prices. We had 56% of the people reporting that they feel better off now than they did four years ago, even with COVID, even with the COVID chaos. And you got a presidential candidate, Joe Biden, say, I'm going to raise your taxes. Nobody's ever won saying, I'm going to raise your taxes. And then you just look over the overall environment where he couldn't bring in crowds. And Trump brought them in by the tens of thousands, 20,000, 30,000, 50,000 at the airport rally in Butler, Pennsylvania. And, and you're telling me that when there's no enthusiasm for Joe Biden and he got more votes than any uh, candidate in the history of America running for president? Then I start looking at software glitch. Did it go nationwide? 
If it did, 3% of the vote, it would change a lot of states. Plus, look at the, uh, it was 3% of the mailed-in ballots, which were huge this year. I mean, it could switch the, even the popular vote to a Trump majority. Wow. Think about that, folks. A software glitch. You ever, ever heard of the hammer? Keep listening because something very important you need to hear. First, let's start this election week looking at the election week in the past. This started off with something from the Beatles. Helter Skelter. Now, that, that's what it seems like to me when you look at the chaos in, in all these battleground states. And we know that uh, Biden kept taking the lead in Pennsylvania, Georgia. Uh, Arizona said, you know, had the lead as, as the time of uh, this. Uh, we had to record this show in, in Nevada. And, it, and by all, when you look at all the numbers, U.S. President. The presidency should go to Joe Biden and Kamala Harris when you look at the numbers. But how do the numbers add up in each state? And I just have to play this clip. I told you about the hammer and but on Lou Dobbs last week, Sidney Powell. She's uh, General Flynn's lawyer. We've talked about her and had her uh, some clips of her on before. But listen to what she had to say the uh, last week about this uh, the hammer program process uh, we just heard from john solomon that the fbi indeed is being diligent is involved and we all hope he is exactly right uh your thoughts first about the, the knowledge now that uh, the justice department is involved in this uh, review of the election well, I'm delighted to hear that. I think there are any number of things they need to investigate, including the likelihood that 3% of the vote total was changed in the pre-election voting ballots that were collected digitally by using the Hammer program and a software program called Scorecard. That would have amounted to a massive change in the vote that would have gone across the country and explains a lot of what we're seeing. In addition, they ran an algorithm to calculate votes they might need to come up with for Mr. Biden in specific areas. I think that explains what happened in Michigan, where the computer glitch resulted in a change of votes of uh, about 5,500 in favor of President Trump, just in one of 47 districts. All those districts need to be checked for that same, quote, software glitch, end quote, that would change the result in Michigan dramatically. Um, the same thing is happening in other states. We've had hundreds of thousands of ballots mysteriously appear for uh, solely for Mr. Biden, which is statistically impossible as a matter of mathematics. It, it can all be documented. We are putting it into materials that we will file in federal court, and we need to seek relief in multiple states to enjoin the certification of any election results. Wow. I just say Wow. Now, she was talking about it in one county, but she was talking about a software 
that could be placed throughout our country in many states, many counties. And and I, I just say, if you know anybody in these county elections, I don't care if it's a battleground state or not, that use this system that she talked about and software, they need to be checking it. See if it has a glitch in your county. It should be checked all over the nation. It could change the popular vote. But more importantly, who is the president of the United States? Who will be the president of the United States? If there's some software that's not a glitch that was purposely placed in to the uh, to take votes away, in a way, I understand it. On uh, reading through and what she had said on another show is that it was percentage of the votes that were mailed in. The early voting, or the early voting, or mailed-in votes, but three percent that switched from Trump to Biden, just to sort of sneak it in three percent where it won't change a big ruckus. But they know in the battleground states it'll give them what they need. Did they run a logarithms and the, these computer systems and logarithms and those know what they're doing? And if you study up on the hammer that program. It's deep state scary. I've never put those words together. Deep state scary. But that, if that's being used, it, it just scares you to death because they can control elections. And it, when I told you a couple minutes back about looking at the overall election, gas prices down, people feel better than they did four years ago, except for the COVID uh, chaos. The, the the coronavirus or the Chinese virus chaos. Even with that, people, 56% in a Gallup poll said they were better off now than they were four years ago. When you look at the big picture, it does, it just doesn't seem to add up. It just doesn't seem to add up about the election. And we had in the House seats that the, there was supposed to be this big blue wave for Nancy Pelosi, and yet they lost almost every... Um, seat they were trying to uh, gain and, and and the republicans gain are gaining seats we don't know how what the final number will be but we know it's it, it may be a 10 or more and and the republicans held the senate and you tell me the president of the united states wasn't a part of a, a red wave and yet if there's this computer program that was hidden and code written and hidden to take votes away from republicans it needs to be looked at very 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 closely and that, and like i said there's a lot of other discrepancies across the different battleground states but this is serious here i mean it's so dead serious and it's so much a deep state why why do you think the democratic campaign was so confident why do you think they rallied around joe biden back in uh, March uh, in the South Carolina primary. They knew something. All they needed was somebody. They didn't matter what the campaign like. He was somebody who was well-known. They didn't want Bernie Sanders as a socialist to have the Democratic, uh, head of the Democratic Party. But Joe Biden was a figurehead. And when I say figurehead, <laughs> it, that's it. It's a figurehead. There's not a lot of brains there. We know. He stayed in office for all those years in the Senate and was vice president, but he wasn't known for being brilliant. They just needed a figurehead. 
and and they knew with looking back through the whole campaign there was confidence they were going to win and with the COVID and the flood of the ballots and john podesta was talking about this and these connected deep staters had so much confidence in Joe Biden. They didn't even bring him out during the election except for just to show his face for 10 or 20 minutes. And and they won. How did they have that confidence? And the poll numbers were so wrong. So, so wrong in state after state. In Wisconsin, there was a, a Quinnipiac poll that said 17 points ahead a week before the election in Wisconsin, and it was it was a nail biter. And if the this uh, program is found to be used in Wisconsin, maybe Trump wins Wisconsin. Or look at fraud there. Well, we got we got some uh, uh, a little interview from uh, the uh, Pennsylvania. House Speaker and uh, Senate Majority Leader of the State Legislature. I'm going to play that in a minute. But first, let me remind you, listening to Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics, you're listening to us right here on webtalkradio.net. Glad to have you here. I know during this election season we've had a lot of new listeners, so thank you for listening to Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics. And I'll tell you, we got a book called Bedrock Truth. You can get that book by going to www.docholiday.org. That's Doc Holiday's got two L's in holiday.org. But go there, look for the book. We got some more books there. Be glad to, if you want to buy one of those, we'll get it out to you. It's written by Dr. Ed Holiday, Dr. Alveda King, and Dr. Alex McFarland. We put that book together in Bedrock Truth. We'd love to get that out for you. Now, on the second half of the show, I want to introduce you to Newsmax. We've played a lot from Fox News, and a lot of people turned off Fox News when they seemed to fall into the Biden camp, calling Arizona very, 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 very early. And as soon as they did that, it just seemed like all the states stopped counting, almost like it was a planned coup almost. Uh, don't know, but a lot of people shut down Fox News and started listening to Newsmax. And I got a clip from Newsmax, but in just a minute, we're going to play about the election uh, in Pennsylvania and Georgia. But uh, first, let me, just the news, John Solomon's group that uh, we hear so much has really dug into Ukraine and other problems that uh, the other net networks won't do. But just the news is a great site, and they had uh, the House Speaker, Brian Cutler, of the uh, Speaker of the House of the legislature in pennsylvania and then he's a republican and also republicans the senate majority leader jack uh corman right there in pennsylvania so uh i believe brian cutler will be speaking first and then jack corman will come in on this clip from just the news take a listen about the pennsylvania race nicholas i think the important part there is the fact that we even have to ask that question is what causes concern uh, because the law was not consistently applied the, across the Commonwealth. And that goes, uh, you know, I've heard anecdotally from both Republican and Democrat counties, different individuals handled it differently. Uh, some, both sides, still allowed the ballots to be remedied. Others 
such as my own in Lancaster County strictly said, no, the Supreme Court was very clear. Those ballots are to be segregated and to not be counted. And then you've got the secretary issuing the guidance thereafter that at, at best muddied the waters, at worst created a lot of confusion. Uh, and the fact is the electoral laws need to be applied uniformly across the Commonwealth. So the first thing is, and you're correct, we need to find out how many counties did and didn't do this. And then we've got to ask the governor uh, to follow through and understand why that occurred. Because since we are a commonwealth, a lot of this activity does happen at the county level, which is different than many other states. And uh, we understand that because we live here. And I recognize that not everybody uh, that might be listening here this afternoon does, however, uh, because there's a, a large decentralization in a commonwealth uh, where a lot of these functions are carried out locally. And in this particular one, it's important that it's not only carried out locally, but also consistently. Just to give you an example of the concern, my home county, Center County, uh, Steve Dersham, uh, the minority commissioner, Republican commissioner, but is the chair of the elections board. Uh, and this corrective process started without his knowledge. Uh, they went forth and began to try to correct some of these ballots without his knowledge. The chairman of the elections board, without any kind of a vote or any kind of a process to say, this is what we're going to do. Again, we don't know if this has a major impact on the election or not, but it continues to put a cloud uh, on this process. The secretary would have just sent out guidance and followed the law. This would have been very clear and very easy, uh, but she didn't. And this is the problem that we're all facing right now. And once again, as House Speaker Brian Cutler and Senate Majority Leader Jake Cormer of Pennsylvania, they're both Republicans. And I just have to say, I hope they get a backbone and a spine. I'm glad they're looking into it. But you remember the Constitution, the United States Constitution gives the state legislators, not the governor, not an executive branch, but the state legislators, the final say in picking electors for the electoral college of each state. So they have the power. They have the power to pick the electors if there's fraud and corruption get a backbone and across the nation if you're in a battleground state you need to make sure your state legislators are watching for fraud and if this if this election was uh conducted fair and properly where every vote's counted every legal vote is counted so make sure you and your uh, state representatives get together on this because they have the power embedded by the U.S. Constitution. I don't care what kind of federal or what kind of state Supreme Court says the state legislator by the U.S. Constitution, which will be backed by the United States Supreme Court, they have the say in who the electors are for each state. And let me play this uh, clip from Newsweek now. And this is uh, uh, on Newsweek. They had former Pennsylvania Senate candidate Joe Watkins and also uh, Jack Kingston, a former Georgia congressman. Take a take a listen to this about counting legal votes. You know, we, we, we should let every vote be counted before we really go into this. And then we can assess if and when there was fraud, if and when something had some cattywampus. I mean, what do you think? Uh, absolutely. You said it best. You said Al Gore had over a month to get this sorted out and the American people waited patiently. It's the same situation here. We need to go through these ballots and make sure only the legal ones are counted. We also need to make sure that um, 
All these provisional ballots are the ones that need to be cured. We've been going through 10,000 of those in Georgia. Those are ones that were voted absentee, have a small technical problem, and voters had a second opportunity to go correct their ballots. That's a legitimate process, and, and we walked through that yesterday. But now we have eight overseas military ballots. And, uh, you know, not a radical idea to let members of the service who are keeping our country uh, uh, free, let their vote count. And that's what we want to do in Georgia. And that alone could close the gap. But we have so many mysterious things like, you know, here at 1030 at night, suddenly a water main breaks in the city. Of Atlanta, and even though President Trump's in the lead, we have to stop counting. And now all the new ballots that are found somehow, not just for Joe Biden, but overwhelmingly support Biden. And we have to go through that process here in the, in the Peach State. And it sets a huge um, a tone for the coming senatorial race, because as you also said, the balance of power could boil down to these states in the Senate. Right. Well, you know, Joe, he brings up a good point, is that, you know, like, look, I'm not saying, look, I'm not saying definitively that there was fraud. I can't say that because I haven't seen the evidence to say that. But I can say beyond a reasonable doubt that it appears that something's a little little whack here. So when you have um, when, when you have these in these statistical improbabilities happen, they owe the American people answers so we can actually have faith in our election system. Do they not? Absolutely. I think that's right. I think that all those questions need to be answered. I think that Republicans, like Democrats, have a, should have the opportunity to monitor the voting process and should be able to ask questions and make sure that there's nothing, uh, nothing uh, strange or untoward going on. Uh, yes, absolutely. We have that same right as, as Democrats do uh, to be heard and to make sure that there's nothing uh, astray in the counting of the votes. So uh, I think Jack brings up a great point. You know, you, you've got to you just got to be tenacious about this and and, and and strap in for the long haul that this is not probably going to be a quick process. It's going to take a little bit of time to sort it all out. Uh, you know, I've been through a couple of presidential campaigns. Uh, I, I worked on a, on, a, on a winning campaign in 88. Uh, we, we lost in 92, uh, uh, but then we won in 2000. And, uh, and it just takes time sometimes. It, the race in 2000 was a very close race, and it just took a little bit of time, and, and the courts got involved, but we won. So I think the same is true here. It's, it may take a little bit of time. People ought to be patient. Uh, and 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 I think that uh, that the campaign will be tenacious uh, in terms of making sure that there's nothing uh, nothing illegal uh, about any of the votes that have mm -hmm. been cast, and we'll count all the provisional ballots, and then we'll see what the numbers say. Right. Yes, in the past there there they waited uh, 35 days for uh, Al Gore in 2000. Uh, so let's give the Trump team time. The country should not be begging Trump to concede. They didn't beg Al Gore to concede. Said, so "Let's give them everybody time to look at this election process." And that's what my point here: Doc Holliday's rock splitting politics. Let's give the president and his team time to see if every legal vote was counted, and if certain votes were counted that weren't legal. Let's give them time, and the country should give them time. Wolf Blitzer and CNN should give them time. Everybody, Fox, CNN, MSNBC, NBC, ABC, CBS, hold off your pushy hands and give the American people the right to know how this election process played out. That's all we need is some time. Joe Biden start putting his administration together. He can start saying things. 
but he's not the president of the United States. He's not the president-elect yet. So let's give time. That's what my point in playing all this is, and we will see how the uh, future unfolds. But this is America. We have a constitution. We ruled by laws, not by man. We got laws in place. Let's use them. They've kept this country together for 250 years, and it will be a country unlike any country here on earth. We, we are blessed to be Americans. I am blessed to have been born in America. I love America. I love our Constitution. I love our founding fathers, and I love the fact that we get to vote for our, uh, vote for our leaders, and we want fair elections. And we need to make sure, the most important thing I can say about this, never again should a big city, Philadelphia, Memphis, Birmingham, you know, New York, Detroit, Los Angeles, all the big cities, look at the way the elections are done. And I think Florida has a good system in place. If you don't know what to do, go look at Florida. They have a contentious elections. We know their history. And yet, they got the job done this time. It looked very well. It's run by Ron DeSantis, the governor there. And we, we need to look and see how they allow transparency, and they get the votes counted quickly. And they did a good job, not just because Trump won Florida, but they did a job that seemed to be fair. And that's what we need in all places so our votes are equal under the law. This is Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics. We've had a, an interesting week in election history, and we will see how things unfold. We'll see if there's voter fraud uh, that's on large a large scale. We'll see about this computer glitch that uh, Sidney Powell talked about, and we need to give the Trump team time. That's what I'm saying, common sense, time, and we can move forward when the decision's made. Al Gore got 35 days. So let's take take a break, take a deep breath, and we'll move on day by day as a country. God bless you. God bless America. Be here next week. See you then. Thanks for joining us today. And remember to listen again next week for another edition of Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics. You can order Ed's new book, Bedrock Truths, by clicking on the book cover right in front of you on the screen. Or visit DocHolliday.org. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you again next week.